You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! Wake up, Samurais, and welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 126. I am one of your hosts, your favorite Portland Mexican, Christian Macias, and I'm joined over Discord by Kentucky's, Kentucky's number one Spartan, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM. Hello. The Nintendo official... Hello. The Nintendo... <laughs> never, never, never interrupt me again. Uh, the Nintendo aficionado, Roro... And one half of the Men in Gitch podcast, Gage Dempster, a.k.a. Uh, Gilbo Biggins over on Twitter. Now everyone Hi. can say hello. <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> See that, Dan? That's called oh, waiting yeah. your turn. <laughs> Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN. Over there on Twitch.tv as well at Twitch.tv slash Podcast PXN and Twitter. Uh, the topic of the show this week is Cyberpunk 2077, but more on that later. First, the show always starts with the PXN news of the week. Well, it's actually, no, I'm lying to you. I have two small items for, for everyone before that, Ooh. okay? Uh, first item, thank you to Dan. Uh, if you, visual listeners, watchers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> visual listeners, you can look at, at the, new, the new layout that Dan has prepared for us. Looking, looking nice for all four of us, so thank you, Dan. This is us. Looks nice. Looks nice. Uh, and also, thank you to Dan again for, for being born and turning 30. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dan. Hope you had Happy a birthday, birthday, Dan. You weren't supposed to drop the number, Christian. That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my Dan's bad, super bad. old now. Kidding. I'm not. How are you feeling? I'm feeling... I feel the same. Uh, I don't feel any yeah. different. So you look, you look the same. Yeah. If that's any <laughs> I guess that's a consolation. Yes. Okay. Okay, now let's time to jump into the news of the week. The show always starts with quick bites, our smaller items that we can kind of work through quickly. And if we want to say stuff, more stuff about it, uh, we do that. Our first item, Capcom teases a countdown to something on their website. Uh, let's look at the current countdown. I think it should be at four days or three days right now. Uh, the countdown is at four days and four hours. What that could be, uh, who knows? I have no idea. NFT? Oh, God. <laughs> That's <laughs> Could you scary, scarier than Resident Evil right there. Oof. I hope not. I mean, I guess we'll find out next week, right? Yeah. Whoever's hosting, make, make a note of this. Yes. You'll have to go come back to this website and find out what it is. Uh, moving on uh, through some review roundups. I think Dan added this one, probably because he has this on his... Oh, I have this on my, my <laughs> fantasy critic. Total War Warhammer 3 reviews are in, and uh, what a surprise. Um, it is getting an insane amount of points for Dan, some great uh, averages. Looking at Open Critic, it is at uh, 89 uh, average on Open Critic, with 100% critics recommending Total War Warhammer 3. So, Man, I don't you know like what, those games. I don't know what you're talking about, Christian. I'm the biggest Total War fan out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's no way. <laughs> Have kidding. you even played one? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I am a big uh, RTS fan, so I may actually check this out because uh, it's on Game Pass, which is great on PC. So I may check it out. Which is a huge get. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Next week, I'm finally on the board with Witch Queen coming out. Hopefully, it does well so I can come out of the negatives in our fantasy draft. <laughs> oh, man. Are you in the negatives? Oh, because you can't. I'm in the negatives. <laughs> It's a counterpick yeah, Sifu. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Sifu didn't do like crazy, crazy numbers. So, you know, I think I think you're you're in decent shape. Able to. Also, back. apparently, you can't change your counter pick. So I'm going to be right there with you when <laughs> Shredder's Revenge comes out and is inevitably really good. The sequel. Oh, speaking of Destiny, I had something that I totally forgot to add. So I'll do that actually in a in a bit later. So while we're while we're discussing stuff, so I'm going to mark it here. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, moving on to more review roundups. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, embargoes were up uh, on Monday. Uh, to no surprise, uh, it is getting some great feedback. Uh, 5 out of 5 from Kind of Funny, 9.3 from Game Informer, 9 from IGN, 10 from Press Start. Uh, I think it's also at an 89 over on over, uh, Open Critic, um, which is uh, the same average that uh, Horizon Forbidden West received when that first launched uh, a few years ago. So, uh, another banger by Gorilla. Uh, can't wait to, to play that game. Yes. The game looks gorgeous dude oh my god it looks insane like even on the ps4 it looks good but when you see the graphical comparison between the ps4 and the ps5 it's like oh my god like the water insert and the, the sand water. the water is insane dude. but yeah this game looks absolutely gorgeous and there was a quick little clip that made me want to play it so much more where aloy is like on a mountain and then she just grapples onto this robot pterodactyl and she like climbs on it and then she starts flying off it's like it's incredible. This looks so much fun. To that, to that point, Ro, I was so bummed when I saw that gift come across my feed. That and the screenshot that Jeff posted because it mm -hmm. wasn't in marketing. And like I saw it. That would have been a nice surprise. Week. Yeah. It, yeah. It, exactly. But even still, I wasn't like entirely disappointed because like it was gorgeous to see that like in action. It looks fantastic. And There's also a screenshot of Aloy over ice that just like, I mean, there's nothing going on. She's just yet. over ice and like it just oh. looks amazing. The, the performance boost for the PS5 version is going to be great, too. 60 FPS. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's oh. a huge upgrade over the last one is the facial animations. I don't know if you guys seen some clips yeah. of, of everybody talking, but the first one, like, that was one of the big criticisms and that those gifts were going around. Whereas this one, it's, like, totally night and day. Like, this looks really good. Did we all play uh, the original? Uh, yep. Forbidden West. Uh, for... God, these uh, names. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn yeah. yes. I have not yes. played Zero Dawn yet. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. I thought the animations were fine in there, but yeah, Forbidden West looks really, really great. Shout out to that dude on Twitter who didn't, you know, didn't know that, you know, humans have hair all over their body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was, I was looking at the pictures like, what do you, uh, I was like, oh, she has facial hair? That's kind of cool. I mean, she's in prehistoric times, and I guess that makes sense. She's not shaving, or maybe she is. I don't know. But then there's just like the peach fuzz, right? On, on her yeah, face, that's what they're talking about. Oh, so okay. what do you mean? What do you mean she's in prehistoric times? There's oh, no not, red well, lipstick okay. and there's no eyeshadow. Not prehistoric not times, alloy. but like you know what I mean. <laughs> I know not prehistoric times. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, the future. No, prehistoric future. Uh, yes. Perfect. Speaking of Horizon, uh, <laughs> the Horizon Forbidden <laughs> West Lego set was announced. Uh, it is eighty dollars, and it is of a um, tall neck. Looks really cool. Um, I don't know. I'm not a huge Lego person anymore I'm, now that I've grown up, but I don't know. I would maybe think about buying this. Like, this looks rad. As you say that, as I look around and I'm like, I have Legos like built right here of Halo. <laughs> oh, stuff. do you really? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, power to you. I don't know. Nope. Child at heart, dance. <laughs> Let me just take these and just destroy them live on air right now. <laughs> Oh man! I need you to know that, like in earnest, like I like that rocks, like Legos rock. 
I wish I had the money for it because it's expensive. It's an expensive hobby. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Dan added this because I totally forgot to add it in as well. Um, more Horizon stuff. Sony will plant a tree for everyone who hits a specific trophy in Horizon Forbidden West. Um, and it's supposed to just happen like uh, in like the main game, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's Gorilla Sony, uh, to commemorate the release of Horizon Forbidden West, uh, is going to be working with the Arbor Day Foundation and will donate one tree to, to a forest restoration project for every player who gets that trophy up until it was sometime in March, I believe. March 25th. So you have a little bit over a month if you're picking up Horizon to get that trophy uh, and help help rep- uh, help uh, forest restoration. Yeah. That was really yeah. cool. That's, That's super awesome. Cool. Yes. There's a there's a game that I played in 2020, I think. It was an indie game called Alba's Wildlife Adventure that did something similar uh, as indie game. So obviously sales aren't going to be as high as Horizon, but every game that was sold, they planted a tree. Um, and it was really Ooh. awesome. It was a really awesome initiative. And they meet, meet, met their goal, <laughs> met their goal of uh, planting one million trees and they uh, restored three habitats. So hopefully Sony, a bigger company, can do even better. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan. Maybe Dan knows more than I do, but I saw someone on Twitter, like in a response to some tweet talking about this Horizon stuff, that the Microsoft rewards uh, on the website have uh, like some some stuff like this as well. That if you have your reward points, you can redeem yeah. stuff that helps our planet as well, which I thought was really cool. Yes, I, d- I didn't know about that. Yes, yes, you can. Uh, so they have all kinds of rewards on there, but you can like donate to like charities and uh, yeah. I don't know all of them specifically, but I have seen those before. Yeah. That is awesome stuff. Yep. And that's like year round. That's not just like a specific thing. You can just do that at any time. So yep. love to see initiatives like this from, from both Sony and Xbox. So yeah. Moving on to video game adjacent news, because I have a, a bunch of TV and movie quick bites for us to share. Uh, sadly, the last of a show is not expected until 2023. So those who are uh, anxiously anticipating it will have to wait a bit longer to see see joel and ellie on on the small screen pedro pascal did say recently though that he's very confident that fans and new fans or new watchers i should say uh, are going to really enjoy this he has a lot of faith in the project so that that excites me uh just a little quick soundbite that they got earlier this week i think before this news dropped so i'm excited to see what they do with it in 2023 unfortunately we have to wait until but still very excited I'm sure what you don't have to wait for. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I, I was just going to say, I'm sure that this this series will get picked up for a season two before it even launches. Kind of yeah. like something else. I was not going to segue into that, Dan. I oh. appreciate it, though. <laughs> <laughs> that would have that been beautiful if it was. All right. But speaking uh, of Joel and Ellie, if you are wanting to see them in some shape, uh, PlayStation Productions uh, launched their animation kind of intro uh, that uh, plays before uh, their titles. Uh, if you go watch the Uncharted movie, that plays beforehand, and you get characters like Aloy, uh, I think Kratos is in there, uh, Astrobot, uh, and then sneaked in there is uh, also uh, uh, Pedro Pascal as Joel and Bella Ramsey as Ellie. That is so cool. Actually, I, actually, I think it was them, or uh, it wasn't clear if it was uh, Joel and Ellie's game. Or I it think was, it's yeah. from the game. Yeah, I think a lot of people okay. are thinking it's the it's the remaster, the part one remaster models. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you it, uh, somebody shared like a super zoom and like Joel looks like it might be Pedro Pascal, but if you zoom in on Ellie, it's very clearly she's younger. The, uh, video game one. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about the 
like the the animation, right? The new intro for the PlayStation yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the characters from the game. I don't think that's. Yes. If you keep yeah. going, if if you keep going oh. to a different one, there's a there's like a different screen. I think. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so like, they're in it twice. There's the oh, game one, gotcha, and then gotcha. I think later oh, on. Oh, okay. Okay. I have to I have to rewatch it, but either way, I think this is so cool that this is playing in front of uh, Uncharted, like in theaters. Like when you go in to see the Tom Holland movie. You're seeing the video game characters that it's based off of. I just think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And that movie's getting actually pretty decent reviews right now. You don't Uncharted. have to lie, Dan. No. Oh, well. <laughs> Didn't I see? It, I thought I saw some. It, it was like rotten. Oh, yeah, I think it's sitting it? at like 41%. Yeah. Oh. I, well, I mean, you know, for Rotten Tomatoes, I, there's, you know, worse stuff. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 6.8 on IMDb, 39 Rotten Tomatoes, 47 Metacritic. So, okay. you know what? It's, uh, you know, whatever. That's a, great, that's a good pitch, Dan. You know what? There are worse movies out there. Go see Uncharted <laughs> in theaters. Have a little bit of fun. To be fair, I actually yeah. only saw the IGN review that was a 7 out of 10. So I was like, all right, it's a decent movie, but I guess I should have looked further into it. Very <laughs> good. Uh... Speaking, uh, yeah, who knows if Last of Us will get. <laughs> Speaking of lackluster scores, two. <laughs> I'm trying to segue back into Dan's segue. Uh, so moving on, Halo TV show on Paramount has been renewed for season two before season one has even come out. Uh, a lot of faith in the Halo TV show from Paramount Plus. So good. Do we know if they're dropping the whole season at once, or if this is going to be a weekly thing? I don't think they've said, uh, but Paramount I would, usually does weekly yeah. from previous shows. Okay, okay. I would bet weekly, yeah. But and do we know how many episodes a season? They haven't said. No. Okay. No. I'm I'm very happy about this. However, I will say this isn't necessarily indicative of the quality of the show because, like. A lot of people said that, but like, I guess I even said it. But after thinking about it, I was like, okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It means like, yes, they are devoted to it, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to do well because like they've already invested all this yeah. money in creating props and, you know, the building all the sets and everything. I'm sure that all that shit costs a lot of money. So, uh, they would be able to reuse that stuff in season two and, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I'm still optimistic that it's going to be very good. We'll have to see yeah. how that shakes out, because apparently uh, neither of the showrunners are coming back. So Which, it'll be... there is a good reason for that, but yes, it is troubling to see like who's going to replace them. Get, get Neil Blomkamp. Do it. Oh my god. If Neil Blomkamp was like heading this, I'd be all over it. He was the. Dude, original. have you seen? Have you seen his uh, short he did for Halo Three? Yeah, it's like a nine-minute short film that he did for Halo Three, and it looks it still holds up to this day because I mean his visual effects team is is nuts. I highly recommend you watch that after this. Uh, it's called Landfall on YouTube. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like what eight minutes something like that. Yeah. He was it's really good. He was originally brought on to do the Halo movie, but then it got canceled. And then Landfall ended up being, you know, basically the pieces of that project that and he, he basically put. He's together. been vocal throughout the years. He wants to do it. He loves Halo. And honestly, his his style of movies, um, whether you like them or not, it's a perfect fit for Halo. Yeah. And, the, and that short film, it totally nails the tone. I would love if they got him, but I don't think they will. 
I just found it in 4K, so I'll be watching that later. It's worth it. More video game movie news. Sonic and Knuckles. I don't know why I wrote that. Sonic the movie. Sonic the Hedgehog the movie 3 is officially in development. And uh, additionally, next year, a new Knuckles series is coming to Paramount Plus with uh, Idris Elba reprising his role as the sexy-voiced Knuckles. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe there's a, a third movie coming out before the second one has even released. But that's awesome that they're they're already in production, or not? I don't know if they're already in production, but it's awesome that they are making a third one, which is so crazy as oh. to where this all began <laughs> with that terrible, terrible CGI of Sonic, yeah. and then yeah, awful, just really bad. <laughs> but they were able oh. to turn it around, and yeah, we're, 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 what's up, Christian? No, you could keep going. I'll ask after. No, I was just, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm happy that this is happening. It just Alba has Knuckles, uh, Paramount mm-hmm. Plus solo TV show. I'm excited for odds? it. Um, but I have no idea what the heck that's going to be about. But I'm excited for it. What are the odds Rouge the Bat shows up? Oh, please, in God. the Knuckles TV series. Are please, you kidding God. me? That would be awesome. Now I know what it's going to be about. That would be awesome. It is pretty <laughs> cool that they were able to lock in Idris Elba because aside from Luther, I don't think he does a lot of TV series. I don't think he's done yeah. a whole lot. No, he did. No, the, the last one I remember is one that he did for Netflix, that DJ one. I don't know if that was very good. But that's the most recent one that I did. But I guess that's not technically even TV. That's like, I don't right. know, streaming's different. But yeah. Right. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot of uh, TV stuff. So that's I'll, cool. I'll do anything for the uh, El Bussy, as we call it. <laughs> well, that is it for our quick bites. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're, we're all subscribing to Paramount Plus now with all the awesome stuff they got coming. First well, of all, we don't know if it's awesome yet. Well, let's 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 pump the brakes on the awesome damn. We gotta wait and see. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm the, I'm declaring it now. All all of it's awesome. You should declare this ratio. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Moving on to our news of the week. Uh, wait, did you miss your <laughs> destiny news? Oh, I did. I I, I have two documents open. Uh, okay. Yes, okay. Uh, some destiny news. Uh, I saw this just uh, scroll across my page on Twitter earlier, and I wanted to ask Ro about this, and I figured it'd be a nice just to introduce it as um, a quick bite segment and i'm totally not stalling for time as i pull up the actual information that i saw uh over on uh, on on destiny in preparation for witch queen coming out there was a a small kind of title that you can comes across your screen when you launch the game and it kind of tells you about all the stuff that's coming in in the witch queen expansion and at the bottom at the launch it tells you the stuff that they're taking out uh, included mm-hmm. in that is the Tangled Shore and the Forsaken, uh, the Forsaken campaign. Uh, Ro, how do you feel about uh, Bungie sort of taking away stuff that people have, have paid for? I know it's it's older content, like way older content, like three or four years ago. Stuff that I, don't, mm-hmm. I haven't touched forever, but how do you feel about just like paid content being taken away? No, it sucks. It's not a, it's, it, it sucks. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, a lot of the community doesn't like it either. Uh, I think a, a lot of us kind of understand where the game is at right now, where they kind of have to remove that kind of stuff if they want to keep adding new stuff to it just to make space and that we're not that we don't have like a 500 gigabyte game on our computer so to that extent i understand it but it is it's a weird situation where sure they want to add to the game and make it better by giving us new content but to give us the new content they have to take away stuff that we paid for (laughs) and that we didn't know was going away in the first place that's why we, we bought it so we would have it to play potentially forever um, yeah, but I, I do get it because it is a, is a live service game. So once you're done with that content, you usually don't go back to it, especially if it's story based stuff. 
um, but events and um, uh, I'm trying to think activities like I'm, I'm not sure if one of the activities was there, but like for an example, um, the menagerie, which was a really cool one. They've replaced it since with other activities that are similar, but people really like that activity. They paid for it. Now they can't play it anymore. Um, to an extent, I understand it, and because it it is outdated stuff. Like you know, you don't even want to play this stuff. But the fact that it's being taken away from you is kind of the messed up part. And yeah. this isn't a defense of it or anything, but it, it has been. They have been doing this for a long time. So yeah. like, this isn't anything you know new that they're just starting now. They have always kind of had that revolving door of content that they just kind of replace and you know move forward yeah it, it, once it gets to a point where the stuff that they're replacing with it is better than the stuff that they're taking away I, I think i'll be more okay with it but as of right now they're taking away a lot more than they that they have been giving us i think that's mm -hmm. going to change now with the new expansion hopefully but when they started doing this they were taking away a lot more than they were giving so hopefully that's that changes soon bro are you going to be on next week's podcast uh, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> you have time to be pulled away from Witch Queen. Oh God, that's <laughs> coming that out is on Tuesday. Point. That is a good point. I, <laughs> I I hope I'll even get a chance to play Witch Queen on Tuesday uh, with school and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm trying to oh, get sure. like all of my homework done so I because the following week I think is reading week. So I'm hoping I get all my homework out of the way. Mm. Just play <laughs> Witch Queen during that week. But yeah, I hope I'm excited. You <laughs> Moving on to our, our, our big news items of the week. Uh, a new report on RE4 Remake um, was unveiled earlier in the week. Uh, I'm reading over here from, from Nibel, kind of the, the quick bullet points. Nibel over on Twitter. Uh, the opening village scene, as well as a decent portion of Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, now takes place at night. Reportedly, it will be a lot scarier. Uh, side characters will have bigger roles. Ada Wong's campaign will be expanded. And we're looking at a possible early 2022 reveal for RE4 Remake. All of this and more comes from uh, the report on Fanbyte, written up by the one and only Imran Khan. Uh, I know Ro is into scary games. I, don't I do like Ada Wong, though. Yeah, don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> uh, with, with the original RE4 being kind of more like campy, more like a psychological than, than like actual horror horror, uh, with this one seeming to be leaning more into like that horror aesthetic akin to like RE2 remake and uh, things like, of course, your dead spaces and, and, and the like. Are you guys interested in, 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 a, in a scarier version of RE4? Have any of you guys played the original RE4 at all? Yes. Yes. Um, I, I'm interested in a scarier RE4. I'm kind of... It's kind of upsetting to see them go to the nighttime thing because it seems like that's a really easy just like, oh, let's make it scarier, scarier, so let's just make the player not be able to see anything. And I don't know, I kind of, maybe it's nostalgia, but like I totally associate RE4 with that sort of palette that it had, that yellow, brown, mm. sort of like drab, almost Fallout-esque sort of vibe it had, especially in the village. So I am kind of, it is upsetting to see them just go like, oh, we want it to be scarier, so therefore let's just make it dark. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could have done that. Maybe add a bunch of foliage. And, and I feel like there's other ways you could have done that. But um, I am excited for the reworked characters and um, kind of grounding things a little bit. But if we're being honest, 
as much as RE4 is the campy Resident Evil, they're all really campy. They're all re- like That's I. True. You know what I mean? I'm not really putting much much stakes in that, but I'm very excited for RE4 Remake because Resident Evil 2 Remake was awesome. Resident Evil 3 Remake had some problems, but still played really well, so I'm excited. I think, and the games look great, too. Oh, they look fantastic. I think that's the part I'm most excited about is the gameplay aspect of the RE4 Remake because, like you said, the 2 and 3 Remakes play fantastically, so... Uh, I'm very excited to see this, and RE4 is my favorite Resident Evil game. Like, maybe Village, like Vill- Village, was so good that it's made me think about that. But uh, oh. yeah, RE4 is so good. Um, but I do remember I went back recently to play RE4, and I was like, all right, this doesn't quite hold up as well as I remember. But like, you know, that's what happens, I guess, with age. Uh, things get less good over time. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited. More scary question for for you dan and yeah. gage as well so i never beat resident evil 4 as a kid because i was scared um and then i never beat resident evil 4 as an adult because popping that thing on oculus is like a lot to yeah. to have to play the game in vr uh, even though it's fun i'm thinking about buying it on on steam and then getting like the free uh mod that someone put out the the re4 hd kind of upgrade you think i should do that before re4 remake comes out play the original i feel like i i, I should personally i would say no but that's just me personally like i'm i always am of the mindset like for i'll give you an example like uh, dying light 2 just came out and i jumped right right into dying light 2 i hadn't played dying light 1 for like many many years because that game came out a long time ago and i thought about jumping back in but then i was like all right i have this thing in my brain where i can't go back and play something that you know came out previously in a franchise and then play the sequel like right after because it just like it gives me like this franchise fatigue or whatever like it's it's a weird oh. thing that i'm just like i've already got my fill of this i don't need more of it so i'd rather just jump into you know the new thing but you may be different uh, I absolutely loved RE4 back in the day, so it's a great game. I don't, that probably I, doesn't help you, but <laughs> so I would I would give you the opposite perspective, which is that if you don't play it before RE4 remake comes out, you probably won't, because if yeah. you if you play it at like 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 similar to what Dan's saying, like I personally do like to jump in and play originals before remakes come out, just to sort of like get that taste of what it was, and then it's more impressive to see the new version, but. I think if you play RE4 remake and the improvements they're going to make, it's going to I don't think you'll realistically play the you'll go back because then you'll yeah. you're playing the same game with less improvements. So if you did want to play Resident Evil 4, I would I would recommend doing what you were saying is that get it on Steam, get that mod and uh play through it then because it's going to be rough to to go back once you've played it in the uh in the remake. I guess the question uh-huh. is do you want to play it twice or do you want to have, you know, Yeah. Okay. See, I wouldn't mind if, if, as long as I was able to finish RE4 original this year, and then you know this game comes out sometime later next year. I think that's enough spacing in between. Right. So it's not a very long game either. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. You, you'll hear just a lot of uh, Leon. Leon, help me. God. Leon's so cool. <laughs> what you know, else the... is cool? Oh, sorry. Yes. I just wanted to ask: Is don't you? Would this be the game that Capcom is teasing, like an RE4 remake? I would guess so. There's, but I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of people no. pointing to Street Fighter, I think, as well. Hmm. Has been a while since we got a Street Fighter, so maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
I'm not sold on it being RE4 Remake. Particularly because we got, like, details of the game, like, at the same time. But I feel like that's going to be a little bit later. I, I, I legit don't know what to expect for Capcom. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think RE2 or RE4 Remake is coming this year, so I don't, I don't think they would show it this early. But maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they'll surprise us. Speaking of things coming out maybe this year. That was, that was a terrible segue. <laughs> Call of Duty time. Call of Duty confirms it's 2022. That was one too many 20s. It's 2022 title will be a sequel to the 2019 Modern Warfare campaign. Uh, it is being some interesting points here. It is being designed with a new Warzone experience as well as a new engine. 2019's uh, Modern Warfare already had a new engine that they worked on. They're building a brand new engine for this iteration of Call of Duty. So that is. I don't know if you guys are big into COD or the modern. Yes, thank you. Heck yeah, modern warfare. Oh, that's a question. Sorry, go ahead. No, fin- uh, finish your finish your intro and then I'll go. I don't know, man. I like modern warfare remake had had its issues. It wasn't a perfect game. I don't think it goes deep deeply enough into like what it's trying to meditate or interrogate about, like uh, the gray area of war. Like that stuff is very much imperfect. But the actual gameplay and the way like the like the the graphics in the game, it was I thought like so fantastic i loved like playing that game that uh like a modern finally getting confirmation that it is modern warfare 2 as we expected uh like really has me excited yes i i loved modern warfare remake i have not been hot on call of duty for a long time um i probably stopped buying them around like ghost advanced warfare and then you know three or four years later that's when modern warfare came out and it was the new engine that sold me because finally it was a real new engine so i want to say that and dan and i were actually talking about this a, uh, a month ago or a couple weeks ago uh where people like to say this i it's almost certainly not a brand new engine i know that that's what the article says i know that's what they're claiming it's almost mm. certainly an updated version of the new one that was used for modern warfare we'll call it engine two because when black ops came out um ign Game Informer, all these places were saying that Black Ops was made on a brand new engine, but it wasn't. It was just an updated version of their Engine 1. So it's almost certainly Engine 2, which is the Modern Warfare engine, and it's going to look gorgeous because that game looks just incredibly, incredibly beautiful. And I agree with you, the story, it's 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 really grounded for Call of Duty, but it is still, sure. it has that Call of Duty campiness to it, right? But I loved it. I was hooked. Uh, the new characters were great. Um, Farah was awesome. Um, yes. And uh, I'm hoping they bring her back. I doubt they will. Um, but I know that the actress was like, she was all about it. She loved it. And um, so I hope that they bring her back in some way. But uh, I would recommend if everybody wants to know more about this, follow Tom Henderson on Twitter because he is a, uh, Call of Duty Insider, and he's he leaked all this stuff that was just announced today, like six months ago. So he's wow. this guy specifically about Call of Duty has his sources, and he's got some really cool details about this game and what what's where it's going to take place. That's going to be uh, pretty interesting. Like, and and this is another thing with like nostalgia glasses for me. Like the original Modern Warfare, I just think so highly of it, and then I go back and play it, and I'm like, wow, this doesn't really hold up as well as no, I remember. Get out of here. That game still rocks, man. I, Get I, out of here. This, <laughs> my problem with that game is it's it's very short for one, and for two, it's like it's very shallow in my opinion. Like the the yeah. story is very shallow. There's not a lot of depth to it. Uh, 
Like yeah. there's off there's absolutely amazing uh set pieces in that up. game. Yes, all gillied up, phenomenal. The characters are fantastic, but it's 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 like the story is very simplistic in that game, which isn't a bad thing, I guess. It's just it doesn't in my opinion, it sure. doesn't even hold a a cake to I don't know if that's the right word, cake to uh the Modern Warfare, Warfare reboot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it's funny because I a couple of years ago, I decided to replay Modern Warfare 2. And I remember as a kid, you, you love those characters and you're like, oh, when, you know what? Spoiler alert for a game that's uh, uh, over a decade old when Ghost dies. And you're like, no, Ghost is dead. <laughs> I went and replayed it. His entire personality is that he has a cool mask. Yeah. Like these games are super shallow. You're not wrong. Ghost. That's enough. Ghost has a he's got a great <laughs> voice actor. I can listen to that man talk all day long. But his only his only personality is that he's got a cool balaclava on. That's it. And, so, and and yeah, same with the same with the first game. Like those gameplay wise, they are absolutely titans. Like all gillied up. Um, some of those missions were just like perfect game design. But yeah, yeah story wise, it's not it's not great. It's like it's a Michael Bay video game. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's that, uh, that's a pretty apt analogy. I respect that. <laughs> Moving on, uh, we got some uh, some news today. Witcher three game director Conrad. Tomaskiewicz. I hope wow. I know. That I'm was amazing if you got that. That was great. Yeah. Unveils new studio called Rebel Wolves. Uh, its first game will be a AAA story driven RPG built in Unreal Engine 5, which is great. Uh, some quotes here for you, which I thought was hilarious. Very, very humble team over here. <laughs> Rebel Wolves is working on its debut game, which, as Tomaskiewicz tells GameIndustry.biz, aims to become, quote, the holy grail of computer RPGs, unquote. Um, I was very excited until I read that one quote, and I was like, you know what? I've been burnt by uh, CD Projekt Red's devs before on overpromising, so let's, uh, let's be a little trepidatious here with, with Rebel Wolves. But are you guys excited for um, a, a new game by the studio, from the devs that used to be at working at CD Projekt? Absolutely. The hype train has left the station. We, yeah. We're seeing a lot of uh, new studios pop up recently, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. They've got the names, they've got the talent, but will they deliver? We shall, we shall see. I'm not, I'm not super pumped, hyped, because I, I, I never got into The Witcher, um, uh, Cyberpunk. I just, that didn't work out. Maybe we'll talk about it on the to- topic of the show, uh, but. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they what they make. I, I agree with Christian where we've been promised these things a lot, and and with all these new studios popping up, it's happening more often. Um, but we have to wait and see until they actually show us a trailer or a game. Um, but yeah, this is exciting for them. Good for them, starting their own thing, being able to do what they want to do with their own creative vision, all that kind of stuff. So that's that's good. That in itself is good. I will say, like, uh, CD Projekt, before they went multi-platform, they were well-regarded as, like, a really great PC developer. So, like, Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 were great experiences, and obviously later Witcher 2 got ported to to, uh, consoles. So, like, if they do indeed stick to just PC, uh, at least for now, then I might have a little bit more confidence. But, yeah, saying the holy grail of rpgs right out of the bat i don't i don't know that you can say that before you've even put anything out yet uh maybe wait a little bit but yeah i'm still interested to see see what they do i I will say just as 
you know, from the outside looking in, one thing that I really enjoyed reading on, on this little uh, thread, um, with old, you know, with Witcher 3, which I love uh, Witcher 3, by the way, um, and then Cyberpunk, like, obviously a big um, criticism was, like, their depiction, or I guess that lack thereof of people of color, like, they're just kind of non-existent in these worlds. Um, Rebel Wolves uh, plans to grow uh, above 80 employees over the next few years and wants to make diversity a priority. I thought that was very awesome to read. Love seeing stuff like this um, just on the team building level. Um, and then they also commented on NFTs um, saying that uh, it's very simple. We won't have them in our games ever. <laughs> Love to see it. So, yeah, they get it at some point. It's, it's a very exciting time. Like Rashan mentioned, we're seeing all these studios pop up. It's very exciting to me because what you're seeing is a lot of experienced um, sort of uh, uh, people that like team leads and all this stuff that are leaving these big publishers to go independent, which means that you're getting the raw talent that these people have, the experience that these people have, except they don't want the overhead. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of studios like That's No Moon, um, which is made from actually uh, funny enough from the uh, narrative lead of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Reboot. Um, so I'm excited for that reason. Like, I, I love the idea of these really sort of experienced and expert, uh, developers taking their resources and their manpower and going to do something without the corporate oversight, because I think we're going to get mm -hmm. a lot more interesting and uh, games that actually take risks. So that part alone has me excited. And the fact that Witcher 3 is one of the most impressive games I've ever played in my life. So. Yeah. If there was any, if. <laughs> I know that got, that took me out too. Like we'll get to it a little bit later in the topic of the show, but like uh, one of the big proponents of why Cyberpunk like was like set up to fail was that like there was a lot of um kind of uh, involvement from the upper upper heads of of CD project kind of like making changes and demanding X Y and Z and that kind of right. led to like a trouble development. So yeah, we'll wait and see to uh, see how Rebel Wolves uh, shapes out with with their whatever they end up working on. Obviously their next RPG, but. Or their first RPG, but until then, you thought we were done with movie news. We weren't. Netflix announces a new uh, movie adaptation, this time of Bioshock. Would you kindly stay tuned as Netflix geeked? Epic reference. You guys excited for this? Hell yeah. I need to play Bioshock first, but yes. Oh my god, you need to play Bioshock right yeah. now. I'm gonna go look for it on yeah. Steam. How much is wait it? Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Christian, what? <laughs> Bro, I thought the game, like, when it came out, like a like I played it I played it once and then I played it again like two or three years later. And I was like, man, this feels dated like at that time already. Damn. Wow. I haven't played the original. Uh only infinite. But, wow. Bioshock remastered is five dollars. I feel like I feel Ro, like it's probably worth dollars. the price. Ro, Ro, I don't listen to Christian. You should totally play it as well. It okay. is amazing. What? <laughs> this is ironic considering the game takes place underwater. What a shallow game. What a sh Ooh. shallow, shallow game. What? Dan, Dan, you don't have to convince me because I've heard from enough people that it is worth playing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get Bioshock remastered right now. Is the sequel good as well, or do I just get the first one? Don't play Bioshock two. Play Bioshock one and then Infinite. Yeah, you don't have to play Bioshock 2. Okay. I'm not as big on Bioshock 2. The DLC for Bioshock 2 is pretty good, but uh, yeah, you could skip 2. But my gosh, I can't believe this, Christian. I'm just, no. No, I can't my, believe I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to place a bet. Uh, 
I'm said bro. <laughs> Bro's not even <laughs> not even arguing one way or another. I would make an argue, uh, a bet, Dan. Okay. Uh, I will bet that Gage doesn't really care about Bioshock either. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I'll make that bet. All right. All right. I will give you next week. I will give you oh, my oh, feedback. He will like the narrative. He will not like the gameplay. Is, is okay, like but okay. at this point, the game is from 2007, so of course the gameplay is I'm, not going to be phenomenal. Although, that's, that's fair. No, 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 that's no, fair. To be I fair, mean, to be fair, I am playing it on PC, and games usually age better because the, con- the mouse and keyboard for moving, for aiming, especially for first-person shooters. Yeah, the yeah. gameplay will still feel really good, right? It's not. It's not going to have the controller jank or weird acceleration that some like old games on console have. Yeah. So to be fair, gameplay. I could like. I could still really like. We'll see. Okay. Ignore my caveat then. Just, just straight up. You won't like it. How about okay. that? For the sake. Simplicity. I'm int- now. Now I'm excited. We'll have something to talk <laughs> about next next week. This is exciting. Yes. Amazing. Bro, you you play it as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, will you at least watch the movie adaptation? I will watch the movie because I'm not going to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get the story from there. <laughs> I've heard good. I've heard great things. Uh, despite what Christian is saying here, I've heard good things about about the game. So I think it's awesome that it's finally getting a, or maybe not finally, but I'm I'm glad that it's getting a adaptation on the silver screen. That's really cool. More of that, please. More animated versions of these things too. I, I'm, I'm there. We I'm, go. I'm okay with talking. the live action. <laughs> I'm okay with the live action stuff, but give me more animated stuff of these video games. Yeah. Video games. They should be mm-hmm. animated. You have so much more freedom with and creativity with uh, if it is animated. But yeah. One incredibly base take from Ro. Let's see if he has any more base <laughs> takes on this next news item. Uh, Nintendo to close uh, its Wii U and 3DS eShops. Um, not this year, but but next year, very soon, uh, as in late March 2023, it will no longer be possible to to make purchases on the Wii, Wii U or the Nintendo 3DS family systems, which very much sucks for a multitude of reasons. But one is just game preservation. There are a bunch of titles that are not available to buy anywhere else, uh, and those titles will just, titles will just be uh, gone. Ooh. Incredi- another another incredibly anti-consumer move from Nintendo, and it's it sucks. Like I know I don't want to go too hard on them because I know Rashan, you absolutely love them, and a lot of people really love Nintendo. But this isn't anything new. They've we been extremely, extremely anti-consumer for like the past three years, like blatantly. So it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and it is true. I love Nintendo, but I, I have absolutely no problem criticizing them when they do something stupid, which is unfortunately very often these days. Uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about it later, but they did a weird thing with their their closed. It's not even closed. It's a public beta for this for the sports game, the Wii Sports Switch game that they're doing, and they're like, "Don't talk about it. You could play it, but you could go on Twitter <laughs> you and you keep talk your mouth about shut. it." Hold hold <laughs> yeah. that row because that that is okay. the next item. But that I, is, I wanted okay. to. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but. The, um, just to talk about the the Wii U and the 3DS stuff, then it's it's uh it's sad. They Sony did something similar with the PS Vita and they they backtracked it. Nintendo's not going to backtrack it. <laughs> they are not the company that would listen to you and your your complaints. And it's like, oh okay, you know, you're making some good points here. They hear the good points and then just keep going with what they're doing. Unfortunately, um, you still have time to get these games, but it sucks that you have that there's a time limit. Obviously that yeah. there's a countdown on how long I have to purchase these games. Of course, people don't want to be spending 
their money up until 2023 on games that they thought they would have for at least a little bit longer. So that's that's upsetting. And these games are going to spike up in price and Nintendo's going to get mad at the people who are emulating these games because they can't get it anywhere else. So what do you expect them to do? That's their but, fault. Yeah, exactly. Stay mad, Nintendo. Exactly. <laughs> And look, what the, oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. Dan's ramping up. Go ahead, Dan. You're good. I, I was just going to say, like, the whole problem is, is, like, Nintendo hasn't given people another option to play these games. Like, if you were taking this stuff away and you gave people emulation on Switch that Wii U had, because Wii U had phenomenal uh, support, like, for legacy games. Like, it supported every single Wii game, for instance. It supported all the virtual console stuff that it had so much stuff in there. Like, if they were doing that on Switch, this would not be a big deal that they're closing down shops. But, yeah, it's not not great. I just one one more thing. For the inevitable day when the Switch is the older console and it's the 3DS of whatever year that we are in the future... It's even worse because it's tied to an online subscription. It's not even on the eShop. Yes. It's like you have to buy the online subscription to get the games. To it's it's even worse somehow. But yeah, that's a I guess that's a a topic we'll talk about when we get there thirty years down the line. But yeah, that it's it's even worse somehow now after all that they've not learned. I guess. But sorry, Christian, what were you what were you going to say? Well, two things. Like one is just a kind of point you made earlier. Like I remember. Um, when they did the first kind of weird thing that I, that I can think of, which was releasing um, the Mario 3D um, Superstar pack with right. um, 64, uh, Sunshine, and Galaxy. I thought it was so weird that like it was a limited time thing that you only yeah. have until like this month to, to buy it that I decided just to uh, like pay, vote with my wallet, so to speak, and, and not buy it. I'm very proud of myself. still have not bought it. <laughs> so, yay me, I guess. But number two... Um, on the Q&A page uh, of this article on, the, on Nintendo of America's website, there's a question that Nintendo has since deleted from that Q&A. That was very funny. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo, you know, had like the little Q&A FAQ kind of section. It says, once it is no longer possible to purchase software in Nintendo eShop on Wii U and Nintendo 3DS family systems, many classic games for past platforms will cease to be available for purchase anywhere. Will you make classic games available to own some other way? If not, then why? Doesn't Nintendo have an obligation to preserve its classic games by continually making them available for purchase? They answered, We currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you for typing this up, Nintendo. Just to say I love how the the question is more detailed than the answer. It's like why yeah. why even bother? I mean, even writing all of this, they they obviously are self aware to know like that's something that people would be upset about that they wrote that long ass question, yeah. but they can't <laughs> fix the problem apparently. Like, oh my god, impressive, honestly. <laughs> and 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 I'm not once again I'm not trying to defend Nintendo and and what Gage said about them not being consumer friendly is true but just off of the heels of their Mario 8 uh thing where they're like if you play it online and your friend has it or something like that you, you can still play these tracks it's like you don't have to buy it it's like oh wow this is great wow great job Nintendo not even a week later they're doing this nonsense yeah, yeah. oh man I'll introduce the what Ro mentioned earlier too. The whole Switch, uh, the online playtest for Switch Sports. If you sign up for it, you'll be able to play it um, during. I, th- I thought it was the whole weekend. I forgot. I totally forgot how 
how these trials work for uh, they, these play tests work for Nintendo. You can only play for like 45 minutes at a minutes? time at at four specific time time blocks at very you know very different hours of the day. Uh, I forget, I didn't have write down the actual time. So if you want to want to look that up, you'll have to go to Nintendo's website. Otherwise, what Ro was talking about in the in the disclaimer when you sign up for the play test for Switch Sports and down in the fine print there it reads. By registering to participate in the online playtest, you agree not to share information about the online playtest publicly, including the sharing of screenshots or other video footage from the game on social media. Which is a very weird thing to do. Like, obviously, I think a lot of people are going to sign up for this and want to talk about it because it's it's free press, obviously. Like, you know, unless they're they're nervous that like these this stuff isn't working and they don't want people to talk about it. But yeah, like. I can't share my screenshots or videos that 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 I, that I may or may not take or, or talk about on a podcast. Is is that cl- I don't know. Like, what a weird thing to do when it's accessible to so many people. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's super weird, and you you literally can't take photo screenshots. By the way, at least with the switch feature, it doesn't allow you to. If you press the button, it's like, no, you can't you can't do that. Oh. <laughs> you don't try and be sneaky with us, uh, little guy. <laughs> But uh, the times are 7, 7 to 7.45 on Friday the 18th, and then three times on uh, February 19th, 3, 4, 3 to 3.45, 11 to 11.45, and 7 to 7.45. And then on Sunday, you get once again, 3 to 3.45 a.m. A.m. Wow. Pacific time, uh, which is an interesting choice, but okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a weird decision to not let us share our thoughts and opinions on the public. This isn't like a close. I mean, technically, it's closed because you have to sign up. But at the same time, it wasn't a direct, and everybody knows about it. It's not a secret that they're doing this. Um, you would think that they want would want our feedback, but I guess not. After they deleted the question on <laughs> on the other on the other topic that we're talking about, I guess they really don't care. But it's just so weird. Like, what's going to happen if you do? Like, what are they? What are they going to do if we do share a screenshot if somebody streams right? this or like what's going to happen if you do like I don't understand what they're, how they're going to crack down on this because people are going to talk about this. What do they think they can crack down on? Absolutely. Yeah. People are going to talk about this. I can't, um, I can't wait to see people yeah. offhandedly record the footage. <laughs> like that's right. going to be great. It's going to be so many walk around or work. OBS. Around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I, I had another thought, but oh, I, sorry, I lost right. it. No, it's okay. It's okay. It'll come back to me eventually. Yeah. Bring it up anytime. Until then, guys, what you been playing this week? Dan. Yes. In theme of our topic of the show, I played Cyberpunk 2077 for about 40 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I got through the character creator again and spent about like way too much time in that character creator once again and then spent about five minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then spent five minutes in the game, and then I was like, uh, all right, time to go to bed. This was last night. So, yeah, I didn't really get enough into it, but uh, the performance boost alone, uh, 60 FPS playing at that instead of 30 is so much better. Like, it's night and day uh, difference in terms of that. So I think I'm going to give it a shot, but it's kind of time limited right now because when Horizon comes out, gonna be playing that so oh you're playing horizon yeah pick it up yes absolutely yep that's it cool age i have been playing dying light 2 still and 
it's still pretty good. Fun time. Having fun with it. And uh, Back for Blood. Still on that Back for Blood grind. Trying to beat the game on Nightmare difficulty. Very difficult. But having a good time nonetheless. Awesome. I, I realized I went off the script here on the doc because I was looking at Discord. So I was going down the Discord and not the actual like document. So Ro, I apologize. I skipped you. No. That's and I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna skip you. I'm gonna skip you again because I'm going. <laughs> I'm going, going down the Fair Discord enough. camera. We'll save you for last, okay? Fair enough. First of all, I don't know why you guys get so mad when I don't write what game I'm playing in the in the in the document, you know? It's I wanted like to get surprised. I like it being intent. a surprise. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I have not, what? Unless we look at your Discord activity and then we're like, oh, playing that. See, that's weird though, because I also watch my friends play games like via like the screen share app, and it says I'm playing it even though I'm just watching. So it mm. gets weird. Hmm. Yeah. Little caveat. Uh no, I, I have still only been playing Sifu. Um I want it like I told myself I was never gonna beat it uh, to get the trophy under uh, like by beating it under the age of twenty five. And then I ended up platinuming the game because I couldn't get enough of it. So, nice. and it's still an extremely difficult trophy, uh, Argus game to to complete. Uh, and I did it, so I was very proud of myself. Took a screenshot or not screenshot selfie of me in front of my platinum trophy. Um, I saw it. Posted flexing. on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Literally felt, flexing. Felt, <laughs> it felt so good, dude. You have no idea, but I'm happy to be like done. I have now become the Sifu. Uh, and I guided my friend into beating beating hit for the true ending, and he got it today. He was able to do it, so I'm very very proud of him. So nice. Maybe Dan should is, give it a shot. Now I is feel there? Like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Is there a way? So I under the way I understand it is that every time you die, it adds one year to your life. It's exponential, exponential. So if you oh, die okay. again, it's two, then three. Um, but there are ways to decrease that death count. That's what I was going to ask. So, I was like, so in my mind, I was like, does that mean you beat the game without dying five times and there's no way to decrease it? But I'm get, you can you can get your life back yeah. in some way? Okay. I only died three times. I beat it as a 23-year-old. So That's hot. Sometimes when I'm scrolling Twitter, I, I just I don't read things because I have, I have so much content on my Twitter feed that I just keep scrolling. So I scrolled yours, and I, I legit thought that your posts of platinum platinuming sifu was a, a post of you saying got new t tinder pics or something because i literally just saw your <laughs> you flexes and i'm like all right christian's getting more tinder pics but i didn't realize you had your playstation uh trophies in the background so that's funny yeah. sorry this guy doesn't read he just looks at the images and like, oh hell yeah i i did yeah sorry i love it okay yeah give sifu a try dan but you would hate it i would hate it uh, Broken controllers everywhere. I mean, bro, what are you even playing? Uh, just to finish my thought earlier, but the Nintendo things, it's not even that big, but I, I, I would just, it'd mess me up if I just didn't say it. But uh, it just doesn't make even more sense as to why they would make, not let us talk about it. Like, if they're not confident in the game, like, why let us play it in any way? You know, hmm. like, I, I really don't understand what the mindset is behind this. It, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. But, anyways, yeah. um, Ace Attorney, Ace, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is, a, is the game that I'm playing right now. And if we're talking about people that are preserving their games well, Capcom is not doing half bad because Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is literally everywhere. The HD trilogy is like, you can find it anywhere. And that goes for a lot of their Street Fighter games. And uh, I guess Resident Evil is pretty easy to find on modern consoles as well. So good for them. 
But I wanted to try Ace Attorney because I, I had the, the sequel for a while now, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles on Steam. Because I got that on Steam, and I was like, I was searching up online every, like all the time. I was like, is this a good place to start? And everybody said yes, but they would always end with, but you should start with the, f- the first games if you can. So like, I really want to play this game, but I, I want to start with the, the original. So I started with the original, and I'm having a blast. It's like a, it's an, it's a um, visual novel, but with uh, little puzzles sprinkled in, t- in between, some really fun cast of characters. So you're a lawyer, obviously, Ace, uh, Phoenix Wright. And you're just trying to find out who the criminal is in each case. So there's like they're broken up into episodes. And yeah, it's a really cool, really cool, fun time. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I didn't know what else to say besides it's, it's a fun little story, solving little mysteries. It's, it's cute. I like it. My only touchstone to Ace Attorney is the um, Ace Attorney bot on Twitter. Who, if you uh, ask to render it, yeah. will render entire um, threads. Twitter threads, yeah, Attorney. yeah, yeah. So it's great. That's, I'm glad you're liking it, though. Like it, it looks like yes. a cool game. It is fun. It is fun. I, I, the writing is really. It has to be. Has to have, have good writing. It's a visual novel, so mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a fun read as well. So having a good time. You think, uh, Dan, you'd be good at Ace Attorney? I know you said that your detective work in, in L.A. Noir wasn't that great. Yeah, probably not. I'd probably fail <laughs> miserably. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely need somebody uh, directing me. Like, you go there and say this, and yeah. Not good at uh, L.A. Noir at all. You know what else is good? Maybe? Who knows? <laughs> it's our topic of the show. Cyberpunk 2077. Is it too late for the game to make its comeback? AKA more like cyber stink, am I right? I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, of course, uh, the big news broke out this week. Uh, this kind of um, was like launching somewhere in the middle of the day, like Monday, and it was supposed to be like releasing soon. Like, oh, stay tuned for tomorrow morning. We're going to have some, some news. And then throughout the course of the day, um, the Xbox uh, store was like showing the series x slash s logo in the corner of cyberpunk being like oh you know it is is next gen update here indeed it is cyberpunk 2077 launched its 1.5 patch as well as next gen upgrades um yesterday there there it's up now you can download those and get started on cyber cyberpunk 2077 2077 again i shared a list of of huge patches i'll share kind of read through some of them because it, it it is kind of substantial uh, for next gen exclusives you are getting uh some ray traced local light shadows um and two graphic modes on ps5 that you get fidelity mode and performance mode if i would rec- probably recommend fit for frame rate to be honest if you're playing cyberpunk yes um implementations of of uh, achievements and, and trophies and the like um, and there's more stuff, more notes here on, on Xbox stuff. There's there's a lot there. I don't know. Dan, are you playing on Xbox or PlayStation? I I didn't even ask. Series X. So yeah, the uh, that is interesting that the Series S version is only 30 FPS. I just saw that they only have one mode yep. for Series S. That's ugh, not good for Series S. But it is 1440p. So yeah, a little bit of an improvement there. Uh, lots of stuff there. But honestly, for me, um. Or did I paste it in? Maybe I didn't paste it into... I might have pasted it into my other documents. I apologize. Give me one second to pull it up. Oh, no, it's down there. Uh, on point number three, you can see a list of uh, system overhauls, which I think is actually where the the game, the update is truly shining. 
it's a it's some updates on like what's actually happening for the immersion of the RPG itself. There's tons of stuff there. I'm not going to read all of them, but uh, small stuff um, like enemy AI has been overhauled. So like, first of all, there's crowds now in, in actual Night City um, and they'll act differently towards you. They don't just duck away when you're driving by them. If you interact with them, you know, they can pull out a gun. They can get mad at you. They can run away. They can do all sorts of things. Um, there's a lot of changes for uh, skill trees um, and, and different uh, just upgrades altogether for perks. Uh, they introduced uh, apartments, also even like police chases, which I, people like felt like the city was dead. That the cops don't respond to you. There are police cha uh, chases now, depending on you know if you're committing crimes over in Night City. There are tons of actual fixes and, and kind of improvements that seem to like actually be living up to what like. Cyberpunk was supposed to be when it was first initially launching. You know, the actual promise of being an, an actual meaty, immersive RPG. Um, so the first question I have for you, for you guys now is, did this even release at a good time? It's launching right before Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> right before Elden Ring, uh, right before Total <laughs> Warhammer, Warhammer 3. Um, yeah. Was it a good time to stealth drop this game? Or is any time a good time to stealth drop this? Because... It just kind of came out of nowhere. People were expecting it to happen soon at some point, and it's kind of here. It is middle of February. Have at it. Um. Yeah, I I think it's definitely not an optimal time to capture new players because, like you said, this is an extremely crowded month. Uh, to me, though, this screams player retention. So I think this update m more mm. so than anything is for the diehard fans because. If you think about the trajectory of uh, Witcher 3, it sold a lot of units over a lot of years because people kept talking about it. This is the greatest RPG. This is the greatest RPG. You got to try it. You got to try it. And it had a steady sort of income of sales. And I think that uh, CD Projekt Red probably wants to just play it safe and do that with Cyberpunk. They want to release this update for the people that are still playing Cyberpunk, that still talk about it, and just bring this game up to what it should be. Um, and what was promised. So, um, is it a bad time for new players? Absolutely, because who's gonna? Cyberpunk already has such a stained reputation. Who's gonna pick that over Horizon Zero Dawn, which is getting glowing reviews, or Horizon Forbidden West, whichever, whatever the name. Is. Yeah, <laughs> whatever weird title. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Elden Ring, right? And like all this stuff. So, yeah, I I think, but I think that, like I said, their strategy is this is for player retention this is for the people that have already bought in it and that uh the diehard fans because word of mouth is is a, a huge part of cd project red's uh success and, and their sales one thing one thing i'll say about the uh the updates that i find interesting is uh on the playstation store on ps4 there's still the disclaimer that like this game is not real well run on ps4 like if you have that system it's basically basically not an enjoyable experience for you which is a little disappointing um to still see that but i think that kind of further cements that this game should have never released as a cross-gen game it should have released next gen yeah. and pc only and they should have just you know left the old consoles behind but yeah um obviously it got me back into it and i started it up and i actually loaded my save that i had when the game came out and i'm like i have no idea what's going on i have to start over because i literally don't know what's happening so right. i started over and that as i explained in you know games we're playing didn't make it far luckily for you however xbox is smart 
literally, and has smart delivery. Yeah. PlayStation owners, mm-hmm. however, <laughs> have to have to re-download the PS4 version if you deleted it, and then upload your save, Not and then download the PS5 version. It is it's such a hassle. <laughs> to make matters worse, folks, uh, primarily in, the, in, in Europe, because apparently Europe does a lot of this, um, I had to read about it. Some players can't even upgrade to the PS5 version because of region lock. If you have the disc version and you put it in, uh, you may have a, a, a disc that's from a different region because just stores, storefronts just do that in Europe because it's a lot easier just to sell, sell, sell these copies, right? So increasing frustration. That, that's on Sony's side. That's not even on, on CD Projekt's side. So increasing yeah. frustrations there. I, I saw a couple of people running into issues with on the PlayStation side with their files being corrupted when they opened up the the PS5 oh. version, transferring that stuff. It's like, guess I have to start over if they decided to even start over at all. I mean, that would just sour my mood completely, and I just oh, not playing this game. But if they decided to go through it, it, it sucks that they they have to start over. And um, but yeah, I, I it just. All of this is great. Like, I love all the updates that they're announcing here. It's super awesome, as Gage was saying, for the people who are still playing and for those who want to return. But all I can think about is, like, what if this game just launched now or not even now, just, yeah. like, later down this year when it, like this, for PS5, for Xbox Series S, with all of this, it would have been such a completely different what-if situation for this game for the people who made The Witcher 3 being able to continue that reputation easily if it launched right. like this. Yeah. If but it launched it, late yeah. next month, late March, it would kill. It would yeah. absolutely yeah. dominate. And, yeah. And that's kind of what it goes back to. If you give the people enough time to make the game great, the game's going to be great. Like you, you have to give the developers enough time to make it great. Like the publishers don't care because they want the money, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the game's got to be great as well. Which, to, to bring it back even farther, is is why I'm so excited to see all these new studios come up, right? Where they have yeah. less oversight. Because if this was if this was Rebel Wolves making Cyberpunk 2077 and they were still independent, they would release the game when they wanted to, right? And I think we're all in agreement that this, right around now, in terms of how the game functions in this update, is probably how it should have functioned at launch, right? So... Yeah, if they had launched it now, that would have been awesome. And just to talk about those PS5s, corrupting saves i haven't played cyberpunk so i don't know if it's if it's length or its content isn't is comparable to witcher 3 at all but if i was halfway oh, through the witcher oh. 3 <laughs> and my sa- my save got corrupted i'm not playing the game anymore i'm not playing i'm done yeah. that's too much awful that's ridiculous my god i played like 20 hours of uh, oh, struggle so no go, go for it go, go for it. i go played go. 20 hours of cyberpunk 2077 i mean i'm not even gonna lie to you bro it was like some of the 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 worst writing I've ever seen in my entire life. That <laughs> writing was terrible, man. There's a scene where it's like, I won't spoil what's actually like who, who the people these people are, but it's like press X to take pills, and then you're like taking all these pills, and you're like having <laughs> sex, and it's like, oh, this is so edgy, and I'm like, what is even going on? Why are we doing this? <laughs> How do we get here? <laughs> you took uh, all those pills. Like... <laughs> <laughs> all this to say is like. Not story-wise, but let's say bug-wise, people were, like, pretty badly burned on Cyberpunk. Like, they did not want to play this game anymore. Like, right. do you guys think this is enough to bring people back? Because there's a lot of people who are, like, kind of waiting on this. Like, but now they're just to, to stealth drop it right now when people are looking forward to, like, so many other games. Like, I don't know. Like, I know Gage is talking about retention, but, like, is it going to bring a lot of players back? I, I, I think it will. I mean, we, we live... We live... We, we have to keep in mind... 
we live in a time of like No Man's Sky. Like that game launched way worse than Cyberpunk in terms of promised content and not delivering. I mean, straight up lies. And it's evolved into a fantastic. Just got another huge update. I think. Update. Last, yeah. Yeah. Today. Um, today. Yeah. yeah. Another for That's free. For free. Yeah. Uh, so no, I don't think it's too late at all. I think, and I think probably in like a year or two, Cyberpunk will be spoken about as a great RPG if it ends up, you know, keep keeping down that line. I don't think it's too late at all. I think. I think. Um, yeah, I think games, the nature of games nowadays, that they can be improved over time. I think the issue is just, it still comes back to pre-ordering and misleading and false advertising and, and, and all that stuff where you send reviewers the best version of it and then you don't show, you know, base consoles and all that stuff. That's still an issue that, that CD Projekt Red is going to have to deal with and that's going to hurt them in the long run. But I, I think Cyberpunk definitely has a bright future ahead of it. Let's hope so. I don't think it's too late, but I think releasing at this time is is just not a good decision because like there's going to be like you said a lot of people that are going to be playing Horizon uh, Horizon Forbidden West instead because it's a, also an RPG. Obviously, it's not you know an apples to apples type thing because they're different game gameplay mechanics, but. Uh, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be playing that game on PlayStation, and there's going to be a lot of people playing, you know, other games that have just come out recently, where this is literally, like, the most games we've gotten in the first half of the year in a long time. Elden Ring out in a couple weeks. Like, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just to me. <laughs> I think me, yeah. down maybe a couple months from now, maybe it'll uh, spike back up some interest. Yeah, the... I argue with what you guys are saying with it releasing at a at a weird time. Um, but there there are some things that players that they're still going to be supporting this game. Like I think there's DLC announced or right. being worked on for this game, so they they have other chances. So it's cool that this is like an update sort of thing, just to make it playable, <laughs> I guess for for a lot of people, and uh, get that the system ready for hopefully better content down the road. So maybe they have another chance where they don't release it around bigger games and they actually have some really cool story content to dive into and yeah yeah this this seems like a game like sleeping dogs is kind of the game that i kind of compare it to not in like it's the similar type of game but for me i played that game so late but i loved it when i got the chance to play it i feel like cyberpunk might be kind of like that for me where maybe two years down the line when they're done with all the content i pick it up and it's like damn this is a really good game but it'll obviously be in the state that it was supposed to be when it launched so it's definitely not going to be a game that I dive into now, especially with all the games that you guys mentioned coming around the corner. But I can see myself maybe two or three years down the line, potentially when there's a little bit of a lull, diving into it and maybe really enjoying it. Who knows? Perfect. You already answered the last question that I was going to set up. Um, <laughs> uh, so I do want to add, though, because I forgot to mention this. Um, well, first of all, just to, to to respond to you, like I think you guys are right like if the, if the game wasn't out yet i think probably saving it for like later would have, would have been the goal but, but because the game is already out i think it's like let's just get the patch out now if people play it they play it if not like we do have more like um improvements they want to make and we do have dlc coming so like we'll just get that out now and, get, and focus on you know our next big updates uh to come something that i did like however is that um they released a free trial on on playstation i don't know if it's the same on xbox but you can play for i think five hours on the five or ten hours on playstation and then carry your save over which is fantastic you know because you're sinking a lot of time into an rpg you want to be able to 
to move move that save over. So uh, it's at least going to help entice people like who haven't been able <laughs> tried it out because of the state it was in when it when it launched. And now kind of ready to go, and you can you can try it out now. So I, I think I think I'm going to try it out uh, again. I again I put like 20 hours or so into it. Uh, then was not having fun, but now that it's in like this kind of more proper state, uh, I think it's worthy of going back. I don't know when, maybe in the summer when things hopefully die down a little bit. I don't know what the rest of 2022 is going to look like, look like in terms of release dates, but Mario Strikers I do want to give it an, another shit. <laughs> oh, Strikers. Yeah, there's no way I'm playing Cyberpunk. I'm sorry. He's just going to play Mario Strikers 24-7 when that comes out. You joke, but <laughs> you will. Dan, if you play more of it, I'm curious to to, to know what, what you think. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to try and play this week before Horizon comes out. We'll see. Gage, did you play it? I'm sorry. I, I, did, I did not play it. Uh, um, it's funny that uh, Rashan brought up Sleeping Dogs because I actually have a very similar experience with Sleeping Dogs where I played it years after it came out and I was like, oh, this is really solid. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna copy yeah. Rashan's style and probably jump on Cyberpunk like the next time there's a drought, the next time there's a game drought, like if that's if that's mid next year or whatever that maybe this summer, if Red, if Redfall gets pushed, who knows? But I'll probably wait until there's not a lot going on and then jump into Cyberpunk after all these updates are in and uh, and hopefully enjoy it. We'll see. Was Redfall not slated for the fall, or am I am I tripping? It was announced for summer 2022, but oh, there are right. rumors that it's getting pushed to October. Shout out to me and Ro for picking up some uh, some Nintendo games. On yeah, yeah. right after the direct. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, that's the thing that's gonna do it for us. Yeah. I forget. How to, I forget how to like transition into the wrap up. You know, I don't want to just say thank you. I can. I can do the outro if you want. No. <laughs> no, it's no. 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 <laughs> thank, you thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Uh, yeah. Thank you, bro. Thank you, me, Gage. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you thank you as well, Daniel. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, this has been Podcast PXN, baby, and we are out. Much love and keep on gaming. See ya. Goodbye. I wouldn't want to be here.